Welcome to Life and Transition Experts Podcast, a community of professionals, entrepreneurs, and service providers committed to growing their business by serving others through life's biggest challenges, including probate, estate planning, and small business growth. Join the Life and Transition Experts Facebook group and YouTube channel for free resources, tips, and strategies to help let your light shine. Hosted by Courtney Rollins, the Durham, North Carolina probate expert. All right, let's dive headfirst into this episode. So we often acquire many things in our lifetime, but one thing that is true that we cannot take it with us. And when we do pass away, someone has to account for our assets, our debts, and settle the affairs and the estate so that we can, uh, so that it can be settled so that we can legally or someone can legally transfer assets or legally pay off uh, debts that are owed or legally distribute inheritance that we have left behind. So this process quite often is the legal uh, process called probate. Um, that is what we're talking about today. What's going on, folks? And Courtney Rollins, Estate Pro Service and the host of the Life and Transitions Experts uh, podcast. Thank you for coming in today. We're just going to talk briefly about filing for inventory for probate in Durham, North Carolina. I'm called the Durham County Probate Expert here. And so although this is specific to North Carolina and Durham, um, the principles do apply at the larger range. And just to let you know, I am not an attorney. I'm not offering legal or financial advice. I'm just sharing my thoughts and my opinions from my experience uh, working in this niche. I'm a real estate investor. Uh, for the last three years, I primarily focused on wholesaling. <laughs> for 16 years, well, actually about 17 years of my life, I was an educator. I taught school, and it wasn't until I, um, well, I, I thought I was going to just plant seeds of, of rebels, right? Just put people out there um, or, or just use education as a way to change the world. Um, and then as I continued to grow, and life events took place, right? I was at a stage of my life where I was in a relationship and I wanted to get married and I recognized that, wow, all this work I'm putting in as an educator, I still don't have enough funds to actually live the life lifestyle that I wanted with my, um, well, at the time, fiance. And so I started doing what a lot of people did, just looking around, trying to figure out how to crack this code. And fortunately enough, we live in information age. And fortunately enough, there is the pivotal book that many investors have read, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that led me to understanding more about assets versus rely, I mean, versus liabilities, as well as learning about the power of real estate. And so going in with very little to no money, I came across so many different strategies and i literally have adhd so i was listening to the great podcast bigger pockets and every time i turned around there was a new guest on there that had some cool awesome thing that was working and the truth is it do, it did work for them um but for me i was just head spinning all over the place finally was able to um focus on trying to pick up rentals was able to pick up two rentals just through a small direct mail campaign and was like the dog who caught <laughs> who caught the car who chased the car and you catch it now like what the heck do I do now and uh the first rehab went really well I was trying to do the bird method you know you buy some property that needs to be fixed up you rehab it you rent it out and then you refinance smooth second one not so much they were 
things that I did not know or did not look for, um, and a couple of big major mistakes that really cost me. And actually, I guess it was an investment in education. Uh, for instance, the water line needed to be completely replaced. Did not did not uh, market or budget for ten thousand extra dollars there. Uh, there's some things that happened when I was getting my car money loan where there was a mistake made and the eight thousand that was supposed to be an escrow was never pulled out. So there was another eight thousand dollar gap. Some learning lessons there. Um, but it made me really pivot and say, okay, well, with very little funds, what can I do? How can I um, still be a part of this and build up my funds so that I can fund the lifestyle that I want my family to have? And that's where I came across wholesaling. So many amazing folks out there who led the way in preaching. I got to give props to folks uh, while they're still here, like Max Maxwell and Brent Daniels and the Todd Tobacks of the world who really just inspired me to look at wholesaling. And specifically, cold calling and and, uh, and as the niche that I was going in. So I'm digging deeper into the niche. And then I actually came across um, Chad Corbett's Probate Mastery. At the time, it was a different program he was under, but it's now called Probate Mastery. And looked into this world of probate as an opportunity to, um, to combine the way I like to work. I love being able to do work that is meaningful and that it also gives value and as well as puts a lot of money in my pocket. And so the probate niche is a niche that there are people always passing away. People find themselves in probate and it is a very confusing and not really fun space. And so if I get to come in as a service provider and help them, I dig deeper in understanding the different processes and help folks through those processes, um, then it's going to be a great it's a great, it's a great, it's, it's just a great feeling because the conversations that I'm having with folks who are going through probate, it's a lot different from conversations that I have with distressed property owners. There are a lot of things that are same when it comes to helping uh, ask big questions, be empathetic, and hopefully guide the conversation towards what's going to be the best options for you. And hopefully one of them or some of them are include us being a part of that. But the tone, the energy is so different. And so I'm very excited about it. So that was a long, long spiel just to let you all know that how I actually went into the world of probate and why so much of this focus is on probate real estate. Uh, but if you are a, a business owner or a small business owner, maybe an estate planning attorney, a family planning attorney, or maybe you're a real estate uh, agent, broker, investor, or wholesaler, I'd love for you to join the Life and Transitions Experts uh, Facebook group so that we can continue to champion each other's businesses and help each other grow as we continue to help people prepare for those big changes in their life. And would love for you to think about or consider being a member or a guest. We have a lot of members lined up and then once a week, I'm going to interview someone um, that's in the field so that we can champion each other's business and uh, help people out there have more resources due to the content that's being produced. All right. And so again, let's go back to one aspect of the probate in Durham County, North Carolina, and that's filing the inventory. Yes, at the time of the death of the decedent, the decedent an accurate description of all real and personal property must be accounted for. That includes stocks, bonds, insurance, bitcoins, real estate, motor vehicles, personal property. All of that has to be uh, to be accounted for. Uh, in the beginning, there's initial filing that has to be an approximation, but at by the time probate uh, in the accounting stage is taking place, all accounts must be uh, all inventory must be filed. 
to the best of the knowledge of the, the personal representative. And the personal representative, this is a high bar because you, if you're signed the personal representative, whether it's called an executor or executrice, if there's a will involved or an administrator, if the will is not in, um, involved, you still have fiduciary responsibility to the estate. If something goes wrong um, and it can be proven that it was uh, due to your negligence or um, or or just improper improper operations, then you can be held liable. So when must it be filed? It must be filed within three months from the date of the probate open, from the date of qualification that, hey, you're qualified to, to open this and you have legal uh, authority to handle those affairs. And it must be filed with the Durham County Clerk's uh, Superior Court Office uh, at that time. You must give a description and a value of all the real and personal property of the descendant at the time of their death. Now for joint accounts, uh, let's say that um, uh, grandpa had an account with grandmother. The personal representative uh, needs to gather a signature card if the grandmother's still here. Um, there's deposit contracts and anything associated with the depository financial institution and excuse me, and submit them with the inventory. So you need to make sure you have all that information gathered to show that, hey, we have an accurate, accurate description of all the uh, assets and liabilities and um, or property that that was owned by the estate now. Now, some probate clerks may ask for some support and documentation for the information you place on the inventory. So be prepared for that. Any property that's identified after inventory has been filed that comes up or is shown has to be submitted again in a supplementary uh, inventory filing. So it's really important for you not to delay this because those extra filings means extra fees. Every time there's a filing, there's a fee associated. And if you're working with the probate attorney, which I highly recommend, there's still a fee associated depending on how your payment structure is with that probate attorney. So any income of the estate proper to, or, or anything else that's acquired asset conversion, maybe the sale of real estate or stock or foreclosure or deeds must be reported. Um, and quite often they'll go back into the estate and be there until the distribution of the inheritance is uh, you're at that stage. <laughs> so this can be a lot. Where do you get support? Well, hopefully, as you said, you have uh, found legal representation. Probate attorneys will let you know the next steps. However, however, um, probate attorneys are worth their weight in gold, but they're not going to go and actually gather the documents for you. Um, they may send letters and request information and all. But if you need support being able to streamline that, check out a vetted probate professional, such as Estate Pro Services, where we can provide that support. We have uh, estate-specific software and resources that allow us to uh, have things gathered in a very condensed and very efficient space is going to save you time with your attorney. These are uh, software and checklists and files that I have personally taken and that other probate uh, certified probate experts have taken to attorneys to make sure that it's specific to the North Carolina rules and regulations and make sure that it's the actual steps that need to be taken, as well as um, gives it to them takes away some of the administrative lag or administrative uh, tasks that weigh heavy on their staff. That means more time, which quite often means more money uh, that you're going to have to pay. So coming to a state pro service or a service like that, which we provide, will give you the opportunity to streamline, save that, and save you time and legal fees um, related to probate. All right, folks. Again, wherever you are, I hope you're having a great time, a great day. 
I would love for you to hit that like and subscribe. Give us feedback on Apple or Spotify, or if you look at this on YouTube, wherever you are, we wish you the best and thank you for following along. Again, this is Courtney Rollins. And as I always say, rising tides, it lifts all sails. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Life and Transition Experts podcast. Please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. Also, remember to join the Life and Transition Experts Facebook group to help us continue to grow and reach others. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.